0: Welcome to the worst of the best podcast. You wanted the best. Well, they didn't freaking make it! So here's what you get. From Canada, Ryan and Ruben. All right, welcome to the worst of the best podcast. I am Ryan with me as always. Ruben. Ruben. Ryan. Today, all day, we are talking about the boss. That's right. You know, he's the only boss I have. Yes, you are a self made man. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm self employed, which means you just have a thousand bosses. Every customer you come in is your boss, kind of. So we have our dad to thank for our love for the boss, I think. Remember his keychain? Yep. The little brass thing that said the boss. That's right. Was that reference to him or reference to the boss? Either or. Either or. Our dad is a huge, and our mother is a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. And when we were just we lads, they would listen to Bruce Springsteen and so did we. When I was in the second grade, I spent a $2 bill on a Bruce Springsteen magazine. like those pop magazines you get at the grocery store. I bought one and I had a poster in it. Wow, yes. My earliest member, Bruce, of course, was the Born in the USA album. So in 1984, I think I was in grade five at the time, my dad had the cassette tape. But every day, Ruben, after school, and I remember doing this, it was on uh, View Crescent. Yeah. No, dad had that silver stereo. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. So loud, I remember. And the house was empty, or, so I was able to play the music loud. So I'd come home, i put it on Born in the USA and I just remember that the chord and the drums and just the power. It just as a 10-year-old boy, how much this thrilled me to listen yeah. to this. Well, I put it in. I remember my memory of the album was putting in my Fisher-Price cassette player. And I'd put the handle of it over the handlebars of my bike. And I put it up to 10. And I went up and down the street uh, with it. And I remember some grown-ups laughing at me. That's too bad they laughed at you. They should have joined, joined the power of Bruce. I know. So we're big Bruce fans. I saw him live only once. I saw him on the Rising Tour with yeah. Mom and Dad, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, I believe that's the only time I've seen him as well. Yeah. I just want to make a shout out to our brother Jason. Hey Jason. He has moonlighted doing security. So he was Bruce's personnel security for a whole entire concert. That's pretty cool. But not a Bruce concert a Foo Fighters concert. He was Bruce Springsteen's security while Bruce watched a Foo Fighters concert. There you go, that's interesting. And uh, Jay was telling me that at one point, Dave Grohl does a guitar solo, just for fun, right in front of Bruce. So there's Jay standing there. Bruce, a foot or two, you know, beside or in front or whatever. And then there's Dave Grohl right in front. That's a pretty cool experience. Isn't that an amazing experience? Good job, Jason. At the end of the night, Jay, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is at the end of the night, Jay accompanies Bruce as he gets into his SUV limo, okay? I don't think they connected at all the night, you know, you're just the quiet security guard. Bruce is getting into his uh, limo, and just as he's like, the door's open, just about to kind of crouch out, you know, into it, somebody walks by Jason and goes, Bruce, nice and loud. Bruce turns around to go look. See, he just heard his name. By the time Bruce turns around, the guy's already gone. And so Bruce looks at Jason. (laughs) Like, why did he just yell my name? And and Jay was like, that wasn't me, you know, but doesn't have a chance to say that. And then Bruce just (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) Bruce's last moments with Jason that whole night was this guy that was watching them the whole night. Yes. Just like called his name as he's leaving. Like, why would you do that? We spent the whole night together. Why would you just yell my name? Yeah, isn't that crazy? (laughs) Uh, That's so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. What a great story. What a great time. So really what I'm trying to get at is my brother saved Bruce's life. Good job, Jason. So for our first-time listeners, Ruben and I, we do not pick the best. We only pick that, which is the worst, from the best. Usually the best is the best-selling. That's right. So in Bruce's case, we picked his six top-selling albums of all time. He's got quite a few, so we picked his top selling five studio albums and then his top selling greatest hits album and our duty our job is to pick the worst song for each top selling album because even amongst that which is the boss and and mr bruce springsteen himself even amongst his most best selling records Ruben, there are a couple of duds and it's our chance to say which one is the worst song on his best selling albums and let's just go in order of units sold. And I'm calling this unit sold because when I went on Wikipedia, it was hard to tell. Different countries have different standards for platinum. Like Canada, I think platinum is 100,000. But for America, platinum is a million. But then for New Zealand and other countries and Britain, I have no idea and I'm not going to research all that. It usually reflects the population of the country. Right, the ratio. So for example, the, the states have about 10 times the population as Canada. So in the States, platinum's a million, diamond's 10 million. I just measured this in units. So if I say the album Magic, for example, has eight units. (laughs) Approximately probably eight million copies or close to it. So Magic was released in 2007. So Magic is the 15th studio album by Bruce. It was his first album with the E Street Band since The Rising in 2002. It's always weird to me. He always took such big breaks yeah, it seems like every time. I don't know. Why does he do that? Why does he have such big. So, this is a. But he did other five, albums. I know, he does other albums, and they sound just as Bruce Springsteen y to me in some ways. I, uh. Except for, like, Devils and Dust. I understand that, but, you know, you don't have a Big Boy Clarence on the saxophone, maybe, but it's still. I don't know. To me, it's Bruce is Bruce, and it's always a Bruce Springsteen album, anyways, I guess is what I'm saying. but there's probably those who are listening to this episode and those who are Bruce Springsteen fans who feel that Bruce is only Bruce when he's got the E Street Band I don't know I I hear what you're saying because I'm a big Tom Petty fan and there's Tom Petty and Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers I just finished recently finished listening to the biography and one of the reasons why he would do a solo album was to have a break from those people you tour with them you record with them decade after decade sometimes you just need you know, hang around somebody different for a bit. Was that a gypsy biker that just drove by, Ruben? Yeah. One of my favorite Bruce Springsteen songs of all time is actually on this album, and that is Radio Nowhere. It's the open fantastic. Track. I love that song. So that is certainly not my worst pick from this album, Ruben. I do have a worst pick. What is going on? So I have a worst pick. I do Alright, so my worst pick of Steen's 15th studio album, but his fifth best-selling album of all time. Or sixth best-selling album of all time. Kudos to him. How old would he have been in 2007? That was 11 years ago. 58. He's 69 now. So 58 and selling 8 million plus albums. Yeah. That's incredible. But there is... A song on this album that is my least favorite. It is called Your Own Worst Enemy. Is that a bad song? it's actually a really good album Magic's is a really good album but that's the one that yeah that's my worst pick I think you were maybe like subconsciously going for that because worst is in the title <laughs> yeah, that's right Ruben what's your pick for the, the worst? next song I love and that's my worst pick I love it though yeah well that's for our first time listeners keep in mind well that sounds terrible no, it sounds fine. It sounds fine. That does sound good. Hey, but go on. Sorry, I interrupted. Go, go, go ahead. I'm just saying that we don't hate. We don't necessarily hate the songs that we pick. Sometimes, if you listen to previous episodes, sometimes it is something we don't like that's on a good album. Your own worst enemy. I'm never going to turn it off. If I had to pick one song for me personally, that's the worst song on the album. That's all we're saying. All right. Mine is Girls in their Summer Clothes. Yeah, that was close for me too, Ruben. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was close for me as well. There's a reason why I brought up the age before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I guess he's fifty eight and he's talking about girls in their summer clothes. Yeah, I maybe not maybe not the most age appropriate song in the world. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, I don't know. All right, his fifth top selling album of all time. And I am including the greatest album in this countdown. Mm-hmm. All right is The Rising, released in 2002. The Rising was Bruce's 12th studio album, and it was uh, Springsteen's first studio album in seven years, and it was also his first with the E Street Band again in 18 years. A connection here between album sales well, and E Street Band. Yeah. What, what are the guys doing in those years? 18 years, the older solo projects, Clarence's Paul oh. saxophone. <laughs> While believed to have been based on Springsteen's reflections during the aftermath of September 11, 2001, the album is predominantly centered upon themes of relationship, struggles, existential crisis, and social uplift. It seems kind of sacrilege to pick the worst song on this album. But there is a worst song. And for me, this was an easy choice. When this album came out, even when it was hot, hot off the shelves, And I played this song. It's probably my most played Bruce album next to Born in the USA in my life. This song never left any impression on me, even when it was out. And it sounds... My guess is going to be the same. I don't know. That's fine. And again, he would have been probably... Let's see. This is five years previous. So now he's 53. He's married, right? And he's talking about Let's Be Friends, Skin to Skin. That's the name of the song. I don't know. It's not a very good song to begin with. Let's yeah. go! It's actually a boring song. The whole idea of let's be friends skin to skin. Like, what are we talking about here, Bruce? Come on. Does Priscilla approve of this? Admit that that is the worst song of the album. Really? I'm not saying that it doesn't improve, but I disagree with you completely. Yeah. I love the last song. This? You like Skin to Skin? Yes! Are you serious? It's a fun, like, party song. And I don't even mean this is a moral objective. I don't care about that. I just. I don't no, It's like writing it. a song. I know, but I think it's silly. Hey. I, I like the beat of that one. I like the move and the groove. no, though. no, no. no. Oh I love it, man. Because like, he's he, he's it's the Lion King of Bruce's album. Oh. Right. Alright. It's like we're surviving 9-11, and yet we can still appreciate the Middle Eastern vibes that their artistry brings. And I'll unite the world with the song. There's a reason why those Middle Eastern songs have never sounds have never crossed the pond. <laughs> it's terrible. All right, he's got a tie, pretty much, for his fourth best-selling album of all time, Born to Run. We'll talk about that one first. Born to Run is his third studio album. Uh, It was his effort to break into the mainstream. The album was a commercial success, peaking at number three on the billboard, and eventually selling six million-plus copies in the United States alone. The album itself, Ruben, only has eight tracks. And they're all pretty darn good. Let me just read out the tracks here. Sure. Just read them out. Thunder Road, 10th Avenue, Freeze Out, Night, Backstreet's, Born to Run, My Goodness, She's the One, Mean Across the River, and Jungle Land. This, however, is actually an easy pick for me. There is actually one song on this album that does nothing for me. I say nothing for me. It's, It's actually quite, I would say it's almost, dare I say, boring. Now again it doesn't mean it a bad song in the sense of, cause it's Bruce, he, but he's got some duds, and I think this one is such a strong album, this one is probably as big as dud on the album. Can you lend me a few bucks? Tonight, can you get us a ride? Gotta make it through Okay, I don't want to lose listeners. got a meeting with a man. And it never really, see, yeah, it never really picks up. It, it has a piano and everything, that horn part. The horn sounds like, that. I don't like that sound of that type of horn playing. Anyways, it never really picks up. You know, some of these songs have that piano intro and it picks up. It never picks up. It's pretty much sounds like that the whole way through. And there's no crescendo. So on Born to Run, the worst song on one of his Best-selling albums and best albums of all time is Meeting Across the River. Ruben, what's your choice? Of the best? Oh, no, I agree. Oh, you agree with that? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I thought I said I agree earlier. So Ruben and Iron and yeah. Meeting yeah. Across the River. Worst song on Born to Run. Now, tied for the same amount of sa- sales, more or less, was Tunnel of Love. I love Tunnel of Love. Tunnel of Love is a great album. Absolutely. So this was the follow-up. But there was a double album that was done. Was it not? Am I getting my uh, history rewritten here? Yeah, because this album came out in 87, three years after Born. And between all this tour and everything. Yeah, he had a live album. No, I was thinking, I was thinking of Human Touch, Lucky Town. Yeah, that came out, yeah, out I after was thinking that, that double, well, not double album, but two albums released right. right. at the same time. So Tunnel Love is the eighth studio album by Bruce. Released in October 9th, 87. And although members of the E Street Band occasionally performed on the album, Bruce recorded most of the parts himself often with drum machines and synthesizers. Uh, and while the album's liner notes list the E Street Band members under that name, for Springsteen's public relations firm does not count it as an E Street Band album. Again, 2002's The Rising was advertised as his first studio album since Born in the USA. That's how much of a gap there was. I didn't think about that. So from Born in the USA t- to The Rising was the gap of... No E Street Band album. Yeah, but like you would have toured forever with it. And then you would have, okay, I'm taking a break. Probably taking a break from the guys for a bit. And then he also went through a divorce. So songs on this album, Ruben, again, amazing songs. They, I th- the big I ones think... are Tougher Than The Rest, of course, Spare Parts, Tunnel of Love, Brilliant Disguise, One Step Up. But I have a worse pick. And ironically, on this album... The wor- and this might be a worst-to-best podcast episode first, the worst when it comes to music. The opening track, Ruben, should be the one that draws you in. It should be kind of like, you know, like Magic has Radio sure, Nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, the opening track to Tunnel of Love is a horrible song. I don't I don't even like it. I'm going to go over with you right now. I don't even like it. I got the fortunes of heaven, diamonds and gold. I got Baby, that the bank could hold Well, I got houses across the country, honey And And everybody but wants to be my friend Well, I got all the riches, baby man ever knew who But the only thing I ain't got, honey I got you like a I mean, it's alright. It's alright. But when you compare it to the rest of the album, that's how this show works. When I compare it to the rest of the album, that one for me, it's a bit of a dud compared to when you have the on the next song, for example, it's tougher than the rest. You just go from that to tougher than the rest. You just realize how much greater of a song or less of a song I should say, Ain't Got You" is. Ribbon. I agree and disagree. Okay. I agree that that is the weakest one on the album, but I like how the album starts. I like for the vibe he's going. Okay. I like hearing the power of his voice the week. It is the worst on the album, though I don't think it's a bad song. Yeah, it's it's not as bad as Skin to Skin. (laughs) So, of course, his best-selling album of uh, of all time is Born in the USA. Really? More than his greatest hits? Yeah, more than greatest hits, actually. Uh, How many units does it say? Well, 30 units measured for greatest hits, 49 for Born. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So let's just do Born though, uh, and we'll go back to Grace Hits. So Born in the USA released in 1984. This album is his most popular album for a reason. Yeah. It was actually extremely hard. Even though the nature of our show was to pick a worst song, I went through this album a couple of times, thinking, what one would I, you know, which one of my children do I sacrifice to the worst of the best gods? Yeah. And. But I picked one, Ruben. I picked one. Well, mine is an easy one to pick. Okay, well, don't tell me yours. Don't look at mine either. I'm going to hit play on mine, and you tell me if we chose the same. So this is Ryan's pick. Worst song on Born in the USA. Now again, let me just make this clear. I, I, I even feel sick providing yeah. this song. I, I actually I felt gross inside that how, that my brother would pick that as his worst. Okay, which one's yours? You just looked, didn't you? I didn't. I don't know which one it is. And I can defend it easily. I knew you'd do a hot take. I, I a uh, hot take. It's a hot take. I didn't know the terminology. A hot take means it's kind of like. It goes against what many people would consider. No, like. that's this is an easy one to defend. Listen to it. Okay. It yeah. sounds dated. I will give you that. It sounds so dated. I'll, I'll, I love other renditions that don't have that. His acoustic renditions, which I believe is on the Greatest Hits album. No, it's not. It's not? Maybe on oh. some versions. but okay. okay. I don't necessarily disagree with you. The reason why I can't is Nostalgia. It would kill my childhood to say it, because this is the song I would put on, and it just it just filled me with such glee and joy as a child. I love the song, but I'm saying I understand the aging of the song. The mm. I understand the little the sound in the background kneels, doesn't sound that great. Kneels, yeah. uh, what's it said? I'm guessing that's him. But his vocals though is hard to beat. That's the the way he yells the song on the album, is so powerful. The vocal part, I know. like if you're just to take away the music, and just hear his vocal. There's probably a vocal only track for this, maybe. I remember when I read the lyrics for the first time, or at least understood them, and realizing it wasn't a pro-USA song. No, and, it's not. And, it, and it took a whole new uh, meaning. One of the things I love about Bruce is his lyrics. Yeah, for me, that's the worst one. That's fair. And my goodness. Imagine if the worst song was a song that fantastic. Yeah, that's, th- this was a near impossible choice. So, on the Greatest Hits album, released in 1995, I actually had an easier choice. Here we have, in 1995, he released the Greatest Hits album, selling near 30 million copies, or something to that effect per ratio in the countries. Greatest Hits was Bruce Springsteen's first compilation album, if you can believe it, released in February 27, 1995. It's about 20 years into his career, 22 years into his career. It's a collection of some of Springsteen's hit singles and popular album tracks through the years along with four new songs at the end, mostly recorded, recorded with the E Street Band in 95. The latter constituted Springsteen's first, albeit very partial, release with his backing band since the late 80s. Some of the songs are shorter versions of the original album releases. Okay. So some of the new songs were Murder Incorporated, This Hard Land, and the Jerry Maguire song Secret Garden, and, of course, the Philadelphia song from the movie Philadelphia. My worst pick. And I had a hard time picking a song on here. I mean, it's obviously his greatest hits, right? But I'll say this about this pick. I'm going to give you a hint. It's one of the movie song soundtracks. songs. The two are Secret Garden from Jerry Maguire and Philadelphia from the movie Philadelphia. So I had to decide which song would I Yes. I'm sorry. Really. Sorry. I know the podcasters are not getting any of the disgusting look on my face. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is my worst pick from his greatest hits album. she has. <laughs> now... Let me defend this. That's like saying. Oh, stop. I I, I don't like flowers. Oh, stop. Let me explain. (laughs) This song worked really well in the film. Yeah. The the sequence in the film, when it kicks in, Jerry Maguire. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. I totally agree. But outside of the context of the film and just listening to my car driving down the road. Yeah, she has a secret garden. <laughs> okay, so what's your I love this song. I love this song. I'm not saying I don't love it. It doesn't matter. This song, the, the whole point is you're cruising down the street. Are you putting on a Secret Garden? Are you putting out Murder Incorporated? It depends what mood I'm uh, in. Well, that, that goes for everything, yes. If I was into. I understand. You just okay, okay, up. okay. If, if I had a choice that I could have the greatest album with me on our desert island. Right. This is my only album. Right. But I had to take off one song. Yes. I would take off Murder <laughs> Incorporated. I love this song. I love. The, I don't know what it means. I don't get it. I love how it's Murder Incorporated. That's like a great like death metal band name, Murder Incorporated. I think <laughs> I, the title alone, I love. I mean, it talks about the gun under his pillow. That opening line, Bobby got a gun under his yeah, pillow. Yeah, so no, I, it's I, great storytelling, I, great I, lyrics. I, that's what I mean to me. That I find that a visceral experience. Where a Secret Garden is just like maybe the weird way all I can think about is Jerry Maguire. I can't get I, past I, that. I forgot that it was in the movie until he said something. And then, same with Philadelphia, I just all oh, I see is a dying Tom Hanks. I wow. love the I never saw the movie, but the, I, saw, I saw it in the theaters. The, the video uh, that Bruce does for it when he's walking yep. through the streets of Philadelphia. Very effective. Very effective. He does it live. It's a live performance. Yeah, it's good. Love the boss, love the Bruce. The Bruce. So, which album, Ruben, of all the top selling is the worst albums? I meant to do this before. Easy peasy. Okay, before you get there. I meant to do that for our previous episodes. I always forget. So uh-huh. now we've picked the worst song from the best sure, selling. Sure, so which is sure. the worst? Now you now you have to get rid of one of these albums. You can never listen to it again. That's you easy. Gotta peasy. Throw it away. Easy peasy. Okay, before you get there, okay, I've got mine. Oh, I don't know. Well, if you're just gonna say the greatest hits album, well, yeah, that's what I'm gonna yeah. go for. Okay, take away the greatest hits album. Oh, which no, one that's not there? fair. I gotta give this some thought. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think at the end of the day, I'd probably throw away Magic. I'd hate to do it. Actually no, no. I think I would rising. I, really, I think so because I've heard it so much. I think I, if I had to throw if I look if I look this this game sucks. I know we're talking about. I don't want to do this. Yeah, but yeah, you put yeah. me in the universe where I have to choose a, a non greatest album. Okay, fine. Do the other rising, I'd go for Born to Run. Why? Because there's eight songs on it, and yeah. seven are good. So I'd rather get more... (laughs) Yeah, more bang for your buck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But thankfully, Ruben, we haven't had to make that choice. No, 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 no. We get to listen to all this again. So again, thank you to all our new listeners. We hope you enjoyed our format. And if you did listen to and like our shows for previous, please like us on Facebook, Worst of the Best Podcast on Facebook, Worst of the Best Podcast on Twitter, and give us a review on either Facebook or on iTunes. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. And remember, in front of every silver lining, there is a cloud. Ding, ding.